This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. Well, let's get into it. Uh, obviously, uh, President Donald Trump has signaled right through the campaign that uh, he doesn't like NAFTA, wants to reopen NAFTA at the very least. He's suggested tearing it up, but it does sound as like there will be talks uh, about changing certain aspects of NAFTA. And here in Canada, Obviously, NAFTA has opponents here, too, and those with concerns about NAFTA maybe see this as an opportunity to try to get a better deal for us as well. Uh, The Canadian Labour Congress has uh, sent a letter to the federal government outlining their concerns with NAFTA and areas where maybe we could try to make improvements. Hassan Youssef is president of the Canadian Labour Congress, and he joins us on the line here this afternoon. Hassan, thanks for joining us. Uh, Thanks for having me. All right. Well, it's interesting because I I get the sense, I think there's a lot of concern in Canada that that the uh, new American president is taking a very protectionist view. uh, And and we've seen action already on on the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Now talk about NAFTA. But where does the Canadian Labour Congress see opportunity? Well, we know there are things in in the agreement that has been uh, quite um, devastating for Canada, and we believe if there's going to be renegotiations, it's an opportunity for us to kind of remedy those areas of the agreement that we know have been very, very problematic uh, right from the get-go. And we've had, of course, um, over 20 years now to experience um, how this agreement has worked and how it hasn't worked uh, for Canada. And I think... um, uh, given that there's going to be an opportunity for renegotiation, we think uh, we, we see it as an opportunity to fix those areas that, of course, are flawed in the agreement. Well, I don't think anyone suggests that it's a perfect agreement, but I, I think there's, there seems to be a consensus that, that free trade with the United States, that NAFTA has been good for Canada. There's been a, a net benefit to Canada. You, you don't agree with that? Well, listen, our trade certainly has grown from the time we have seen this agreement uh, with the United States and, and Mexico. But the reality, by the way, if we, did, if we didn't have an agreement, our trade would have grown, grown anyway. Uh, the rules that have been put in place obviously was meant to ensure when there are disputes, how do we remedy that? And one of the areas that, of course, that we have had uh, very strong criticism of is the Chapter 11 provision that have allowed uh, multinational corporations to sue Canada for a variety of issues. Uh, we're the most sued country in the world. And, of course, when you look back on what I think was intended and what the consequences have been uh, with that clause, uh, certainly has been devastating for Canada. We believe this is an opportunity, of course, to fix that. The labor and the environmental side agreement that was added to, of course, the agreement after it was negotiated to put some um, protection for workers have not worked. It's been fairly toothless um, and, and to a large extent. Despite uh, many complaints that have been uh, filed under the agreement, um, none of them has been remedied in a positive way. And, of course, um, they had even created a secretariat to manage it, which they have now dismantled uh, both uh, all three countries. And, again, we believe this is an opportunity, of course, for our country to, to resolve that. As you know, we've had a soft food lumber dispute going back to the United States for decades. We were told when we negotiated this agreement, you know, we would no longer have to worry about having a softwood lumber dispute. As I speak to you today, that agreement uh, um, uh, that have been done separately outside NAFTA has uh, been expired in 2015, yet to be renegotiated. And again, it's having a devastating impact on our communities across the countries and jobs. And I think, again, this is an opportunity for us to kind of resolve that. Of course, if there's going to be an opening of the agreement, we believe... This is an opportunity for our, our government to make some very strong uh, arguments, given the experience we've had as to how this agreement could be improved. But to serve our interests, yes, of course, we can, uh, both Canada, the United States, and Mexico can benefit uh, from that trade agreement. 
But in the context of uh, what our experience have been, we think there's opportunities to improve the disagreement in a very significant way. And we're also heartened by the fact that the government said if they can't reach a good deal, they'll walk away from it because the last thing we would need is an agreement that makes our situation worse with, uh, with our trading relationship, both with the United States and Mexico. Well, I mean, the software lumber dispute is an interesting one. Obviously, it, I mean, it predates even the, the free trade agreement. It goes back uh, well into the 1980s. But, yes. I mean, that, that's an example where the concern is that the Americans are being too protectionist and they've put uh, duties in place that we believe are, are punitive to the industry. Doesn't it speak to the need and the importance uh, of reducing those tariffs? And, and having free and open trade. Well, we did. We did. We're not uh, saying that uh, that you know you can't do that in the renegotiations. We think you can. And uh, as you know, any one country could serve notice that, that they want to see um, renegotiations happen. The Americans have some very um, you know different concerns um, in vis-a-vis their Mexican relationship. And I think uh, the the points that we have raised, uh, this is not new. Uh, certainly, we have raised it. Uh, provincial government have raised some of these same points um, that they had to contend with, as they were sued by you know uh, uh, companies um, that, that that operate within our country. Our own national government was sued because when we ban M&T and gasoline. Uh, to protect the health of Canadians, uh, we were sued and had to compensate that company um, uh, quite generously. And, and I don't think our, our 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 democracy should be undermined by government intervening to ensure it can protect the health of its citizens. So, I mean, there's no question the agreement have worked in, in, in some ways. In some ways, of course, um, uh, there have been some detriment to the country. So we think this is an opportunity to fix those areas. Uh, certainly, our relationship is important uh, with the United States. But over 70% of our trade goes to that country. So it is critical if we could find ways to improve the agreement. And we think that there is. Uh, there's an opportunity for us to do that in, in this negotiation. I do appreciate, yes, Donald Trump is very protectionist in the way he's talking. But you also need to appreciate, uh, you know, uh, Canada has been a good trading partner. We have not uh, lowered our standards simply to benefit uh, and to attract investment. We have maintained high standards in this country. And he should respect that. And, of course, the irritants that we're raising, uh, I think some of them are also he is raising about, you know, how workers are treated in the agreement and how Mexico have not enforced some of his laws. But, you know, the reality is we see this as an opportunity to fix some of those things. And we think also, too, it can grow trade between our countries if it's done properly. Well, you mentioned the dispute mechanism, which maintains that that governments should treat companies fairly, that if an American company feels it's being treated unfairly versus Canadian companies, that they've got uh, a means of complaining. But that cuts both ways, doesn't it? Don't Canadian companies uh, have the same right to, to file a complaint against the American government if they're being treated unfairly? Oh, absolutely. But if you look at the things that we were sued for and continue to be sued for, I think most Canadians would uh, agree with me that it is simply unjustified. How could you sue the national government for bringing in legislation that would protect the public health of its citizens and say that somehow that impedes your ability to make profit? We know quite clearly that M&T and gasoline is actually a harmful effect to kids in human health. Uh, similarly, uh, Newfoundland uh, a lawsuit against the uh, 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 taking back control of a hydroelectric um, uh, project that was given to a company because it was uh, operating pulp and paper uh, in, in its province. It decided to shut the operation down, but yet insisted they're going to keep the, um, the hydroelectric operations going. And the province says, hang on a minute, uh, we gave you that in, 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 in recognition of the fact you were going to operate here. So I think there's, there needs to be some fairness. 
And we also have a good judicial system in our country that if we didn't have Chapter 11, I mean, any 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 corporation that chose uh, to complain about how we are treating them can go to the courts, and there's nothing wrong with our judges. As a matter of fact, it's, it's been recognized as the world has been a very competent without corruption and what have you. So corporations do have access to, to our justice system. What Chapter 11 does, I think it goes beyond what most companies uh, uh, should uh, be protected from uh, in how they sue our national government for simply bringing forth legislation to protect its own citizens. Uh, now, this is not part of NAFTA, but it was part of the conversation around the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the issue of supply management. Now, the statement today from the Canadian Labour Congress urges the federal government to protect supply management. Uh, that's a very protectionist system, and there certainly have been a lot of studies indicating that, that this cartel really hurts consumers and certainly hurts lower-income Canadians uh, more so by making dairy products more expensive than they need to be. Why is that something that, that in the Canadian Labour Congress's view, is so important to protect? Well, for two reasons. One, I think our supply management system has served this country really well. We get quality product from our farmers across the country, and of course, uh, they get uh, the opportunity to have a decent income uh, for doing so. And the system is proven time and time again. Is there some uh, minor uh, discrepancy in prices? Uh, if you didn't have it, yes, uh, maybe they'll, some things could be a little bit cheaper, but at the same time, I don't think the farmers will be having uh, some uh, protection in terms of having a decent income. So we think the system has worked uh, very well to serve the interests of our country, and it's the uniqueness about Canada, and there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, hey, there's a price to pay for living in a in, you know, in a, a country where you can have healthy foods, and at the same time, farmers making a decent living from doing so. And we think there's nothing wrong with maintaining the system because we think it serves both the interests of our farmers, it serves the interests of consumers, and serves, certainly it serves the interests of the country. Uh, some would argue, you know, should let the market decide, but we, we believe at the end of the day, it's a small price to pay for, of course, having a system that have benefited both consumers, uh, farmers, and, of course, uh, Canadians with health. Well, it's hard to see how consumers have benefited, so I would take exception with that. And, and certainly Certainly, I would, I'm, I'm sure the grain farmers, barley producers, beef producers would take exception to the fact that, that they're not producing quality products for Canadians because, of course, they are. And at the same time, they're competing internationally. They benefit from having uh, access to, to international markets. I don't see any reason why that, that should be or would be any different for dairy producers. Well, uh, listen, uh, uh, dairy producers, uh, uh, egg producers, uh, people recognize the system actually, yes, does benefit uh, those uh, those farmers in those sectors. As a matter of fact, uh, they've been consistent in ensuring and arguing that it should be maintained. And we, I mean, uh, listen, I, I, we have a, a, a similarly a, a very... Um, a public health care system in this country, which I defend everything, because you give all Canadian access to uh, to go and get uh, health care. Uh, some people may argue you need to get rid of it and let the market decide, you know, as to what would be the best way of providing health care. I think the system works for all of us, and more importantly, uh, it's a small price to pay uh, to ensure everybody can get uh, decent uh, access to health care in this country. But, but how is that a parallel at all? To, to supply well, management? Are you no, suggesting no, no, we should have supply management when it comes well, to, to I, I beef think, or barley well, or I, grain? No, I think the supply and management, of course, it benefits. It benefits farmers. And I think, yes, consumers may pay maybe a, a penny or, or a couple of cents more for their product. But the, at, the, at the end of the day, we're ensuring that the farmers who are producing that product also get uh, get an opportunity to, 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 to make a decent living for producing quality food in this country. Well, okay, but there are a lot of other producers that, that create food for Canadians. Are you suggesting that there should be a similar cartel system when it comes to other sectors of agriculture, beef, barley, grain, etc.? 
no, I'm not suggesting. Well, why not? I think, but I, well, well, I think that, that except the, the the supply management system we've established, we we think it has worked uh, to benefit the country and, and farmers. And if the farmers should decide one day within those sectors that they don't want to maintain this system, then of course uh, we need to, uh, as Canadians, I will go along with that. But ultimately, it's for them to make that decision within the sector where it exists. I think it has served Canadians very well over the years, and it served the farmers very well in those sectors over the years. Okay. Then going forward, though, as we attempt to negotiate, I mean, putting aside NAFTA, I don't know that this will be part of the conversation uh, regarding NAFTA, but uh, it was part of the conversation around the Trans-Pacific Partnership, and, and it may pose an issue as Canada attempts to negotiate other trade agreements. Uh, is, is it worth fighting for? Is that to, a hill to die on? on you mean on, on supply management system? Right. I mean, if, if our well, protectionist system jeopardizes a future trade agreement, is, is that a reasonable well, trade-off? I, you know, I would argue that every country has some degree of protection in their country for, 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 uh, for, the, for their people. Uh, the United States, by the way, is the biggest protectionist country in the world. But yet they continue to make the argument there's also the biggest free trade. I mean, Americans are always going to serve their interests uh, in whatever way they think is necessary. Uh, some of the biggest trading partners of the world are the most protected, European, uh, Japanese, uh, what is their rice producer, I can go through the list where they have protection for their people. Each country will make that decision in a democratic way. How, what, how, how is it best for us to, of course, to compete and to have international trade, but at the same time uh, try to maintain some uniqueness to the uh, respective countries as to how best they can help their citizens and, and farmers in those areas. And I think that's a discussion for us to continue to have. I think Canadians have been very supportive of the arguments that governments have made in the sectors that they've chose to to protect. And I think it serves our country well, as other countries have done the same thing. There are many other areas where we think, yes, open and access to the market where we reduce tariffs is a good thing. And I think um, we certainly recognize the need for uh, us to, to, as a trading country to continue to trade with others. That's, that's the strength and that's what Canada has been all about. We're not arguing we shouldn't trade, but also where we think we should maintain some protection for certain industry. By all means, we should do so because it's for the interests of employment, it's the interest in having that industry in our country. All right. Well, people can read more at CanadianLabor.ca. Hassan Youssef, thank you for joining us here today. Appreciate it. A pleasure, my friend. Thanks for having me. All right, there you go. Hassan Youssef, president of the Canadian Labor Congress. Uh, we need to take a quick break here. We are back with more, though, right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.